Put him in the aisle. Gets a shotgun snap. Final play of the game. Ron waiting for the wideouts to get downfield. Launches the throw down toward the goal line. Going up. Ball tipped in the air. Caught. Touchdown. Jordan Westerkamp. Nebraska wins the game on the final play of the contest. Oh, baby. Side back to throw is Martinez. Now being chased, throws it out. A flat Burkhead makes a catch. Sits a tackle. 25 20, 15 10, 5. Rex Burkhead. Touchdown, Nebraska. All right, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining us here on Church of the Corn. Myself, aka Zach, is joined by our fabulous guest because there's only one of us this week, Sam Greasel from the Nebraska basketball team. Sam, what's going on, man? Nothing, man. Just uh, like you said earlier, another another day. <laughs> paradise you know living living a a post uh post basketball college career life i guess right now, well so. and there's no other good basketball going on tonight so that's why everyone should be tuning in and listening to us here on this yeah, fabulous exactly. podcast <laughs> it's not like great Creighton's not playing right now or anything. No, 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 no. <laughs> Unfortunately, last I seen, they were up on uh, Baylor by nine points. But mm-hmm. fingers crossed, Baylor can pull that out. So speaking of that, because the tournament is on, have you had a chance to watch any of it? And if you have, have you done a bracket? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I've watched, I guess, my a, a decent amount. I honestly, I don't really like to watch it. It makes me it. it gives me a weird feeling um i'm trying to take some time off right now from working out and stuff just two or three weeks here and it makes it even tougher um just watching college basketball is like wow i just want to go to the gym and, and work <laughs> um but I've, I've watched a little bit for sure um and the and the bracket that i really cared about i had uh arizona winning so that, Oof. That, was, Oof. that was a tough early exit for me so um i was looking great about eight games in on the first day and then you know how it usually goes it it was just one thing after another it seemed like the first day or two there where it was just upset 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 you know you have the fabulous 16 over one which we've only got to see two times which is absolute insanity but you know you you brought up a good point with you know a guy that, that played basketball and you know the season finished up a little bit unexpectedly what is that like for you to have to see people you know in the tournament still going when unfortunately Nebraska didn't make it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's tough. Like I said, um, especially, you know, in my career, I've, I've been in the tournament and had the chance to play. And um, I mean, it was one of the best experiences of my life. It's what you dream about uh, when you think about being a college basketball player. Um, so yeah, it's, it's tough, but I mean, I, I have some, some very, exciting things that um or opportunities that will be happening in the future so i'm just kind of focused on those and um yeah but it's, it's definitely tough to watch those teams because i know it's it's um what college basketball is all about of course you know that's where everybody wants to get to the, the postseason play you know that's that's what you're playing for at the you know start of the day and the end of the day but i got a fun hypothetical question for you then so let's say you were given one more season and come back and play sam you can't play for Nebraska. So what oh, is – g- give me give me two or three teams that you would want to play for. I can't come back home. Can't come, can't come um, home. We got to send you somewhere else, unfortunately. 
Wow. <laughs> that is tough. Um, I figure I throw a, a, you know, a, a fastball at you right off the jump. So I don't know that I have like, this is, this is just putting me on the spot. So I, I would have to think about this, obviously. Um, We'll keep it in the Big Ten because obviously those are the schools that I know the best. Yes. Um, as of now, um, I really liked Northwestern um, and how they played, and I, I like Coach Collins. He had some really nice, you know, words after the game, um, and he just seems like a, a, a good coach um, to play for. Um, so maybe them, and then uh, Michigan State. I mean, being with Izzo and. Nobody wants to, to play against Izzo in March. Um, obviously, we saw that today with their win. Um, or I guess did, I guess it's going on right now. They look I, I think, good. I think uh, Michigan State pulled it out. Um, okay. Um, either way, you know, playing under under Tom Izzo would be pretty special. And obviously, I got to, to experience that um, on the other side this year. Um, that one was a tough one at home. Um but, yeah, I guess those two teams maybe are the teams that come to mind for me. Well, and the crazy thing about Izzo, <laughs> I didn't realize I that he went to 20 straight, ga- uh, 20 straight uh, March Madness tournaments, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. But with that being said, I would absolutely choose Nebraska if, you know, given that opportunity again, obviously. You know, I, I, I had to put you on the spot. I had to force you to pick anything yeah. but Nebraska <laughs> on that. But um, Make me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, that's all on me, everybody. That's on me. It's not Sam. Well, <laughs> since, since you know Nebraska this season, it had its fair share of ups and downs, but you had a lot of highs. Like you know, you guys beat Nebraska, you beat Rutgers, and you beat the in-state rival Creighton. I, I would say that's a pretty successful yeah. season for you guys, based on you know expectations were what they were. You know, preseason. Do you guys feel like it was a successful season for you overall? I know it's a tough question. Um, it think, feels like a lot of questions, yes, but I, I would say, I would say yes. Just from a, a standpoint, like from from my perspective, like why I came back home um, was to, you know, have an influence on the culture and kind of get people to be talking about Nebraska basketball again in a positive way. And I felt like that's what happened this year. And obviously, we wanted it to end um, different and. I mean, I, I believe if we would have um, got that, that game against Minnesota at the end and then what, whether we lost or won the next round, whatever, um, if we would have got that one, I think we would have for sure been in the NIT at mm-hmm. least. Um, but, you know, life happens. Um, you know, we got to focus on things you can control, um, I think, in, in anything in life. And obviously that was, that was a tough way to go out. But I, I really think that um, – this state was able to kind of rally around and um, just embrace this group. Um, at times it felt like you look out there and it's like, wow, that's a lot of misfits just on the floor. <laughs> but it was, it was so much fun to be a part of because um, we all played hard and, and understood what it took to win. And I mean, our, our February was incredible and um, the buzz that Nebraska basketball had in the state was, was really cool to be a part of. And like I said, it was, it was why I came back here. And, and I mean, you coming back here, you know, being a, a former, you know, Nebraska guy and coming back and helping with the culture and the flip and everything that's going on, it, it was a tremendous help. And and like you said, you kind of looked out there and you seen a bunch of pieces that didn't necessarily 
fit together in a conventional sense. But what you guys were able to do just by busting your backsides night in and night out, got this team to 500 with, with, there was a lot of adversity all year long that you guys were facing. Um, you know, you For guys sure. faced, yeah. I, I think it was 10 tournament teams throughout the year you guys played um, throughout the schedule. Are there any uh, games this season that you wish you had a second chance if you could replay it? Um, I mentioned earlier, but the Michigan State game at home, because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we were on a, a roll going into that game, and it was senior night, and, uh, I mean, obviously played – probably maybe our best half of basketball in the first half um, and then let it slip away in the second half, which was tough. But um, that one comes to mind. And then the Purdue game at home as well. Uh, I mean, whatever people have, have said, you know, there was bad calls and stuff like that. There's bad calls in every game. Um, but we, we really, we had control of that game and we should have won that game. Um, and I don't, I don't know. They, I don't think they were number one in the country at the time, but they were, probably three or four or something. And um, that to beat a team like that at home would have been really, really special. Um, and we were so, so close. So those two um, come to mind. So once again, you are a Nebraska kid and growing up, every Nebraska kid, no matter what sport that you played in, wants to be able to run out in front of a sea of fans, the sea of red, whether it be in Pinnacle or Memorial Stadium or any other arena, and they want to hear that go big red chant. You know, you want to hear that crowd going crazy for you. What was it like to hear that from your perspective echoing through PBA? Oh, it was incredible. I, I remember one specific game and one specific moment, too, against Maryland um, at home. And it was after timeout, and, we, and I went out there. and um, I don't know. I'm very, like, interactive with the – fans like i don't know i try when i'm out there i'm pretty even keel and i might look like i'm pretty serious throughout the game but i like when i'm in the zone that's when i'm like interacting with the fans and just having a good time um so i walked out there and there was just this massive go big red chant and the whole arena was was doing it and was a part of it and i was i just like smiled i was like i cannot believe this is happening to me right now this is um just it was an incredible incredible experience and um that moment i will never forget yeah, and it, it's probably just got to be it's some, a feeling that you absolutely can't describe, of course. But going to the, you know, you brought this up a little bit earlier with culture and 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 coming in to flip it, and you know, you being an older guy um, and and seeing and playing quite a bit of basketball, you mentioned you want to have a positive effect on the culture. You wanted to win some games, which obviously did here. What do you think? You know, having you older guys in, and especially a lot of you transfer guys in. How do you guys think you were able to affect the culture in that locker room kind of short term? And what should we expect going forward with, with the guys that they've got? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it all started with our coaching staff really this summer, um, kind of, you know, telling us where they wanted, I mean, obviously Coach Hoiberg specifically, um, but where they wanted this program to be um, from a culture standpoint. And then from then on, it was kind of us older guys, leading by example and then, you know, like showing the the younger guys how to do it, how to be professional. And then um, I think a lot of time you can have great leadership, but if people don't buy in and follow, like if there's not followers, then there's, there's no reason to have good leadership. Um, and so that's where I was, I was very, you know, happy with and, and um, like guys like Jamarcus or Sam Hoiberg, like they, 
all of our young guys really bought in to the process and and like I said, being professional and listen to the older guys and listen to our coaches and there was just a buy-in from everyone, a collective buy-in. And I think that's why we had, you know, some successes throughout the year. Um, and I expect that to, to carry on through the next um, however many years. And, you know, obviously I'm going to be watching um, and I'm going to be uh, a big Nebraska ball um, fan from now on. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for what the future holds for this program. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch because I just feel like there was a tremendous amount of growth in such a short amount of time, not only from the players, but from the coaching staff, learning how to, I don't want to say play Big Ten basketball, but how to mesh under the circuit, you know, the the pressure cooker that is the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, it, it, was, yeah. it was fun to watch it. But I, I do got a question for you since you played in the Big Ten this year. And, you know, we, we see a lot of these teams when they get to the tournament, outside of like a, a Michigan state and your traditional powerhouse, do you think the style that the big 10 plays is as a detriment once they get to the, the tournament or I guess what are your feelings on that? Cause I've seen a lot of talk back and forth the last couple days on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's something that I've honestly really thought about in watching these games. Um, Cause the past few years, obviously I've heard that, you know, the big 10 will get whatever eight or nine teams in the tournament, but then they don't necessarily show out. Um, too well and you know i'm not i'm not really sure i know playing from playing in the big 10 it is an absolute gauntlet every single night you have to have it um so maybe it's a part of like mental fatigue and just the grind of the season of you know having to as you know for for some guys they're 18 19 years old and have to be on point every single day at practice and in games and stuff like that um and i think that's a little bit with um like big 10 volleyball as well from what I've seen, um, the Big Ten is obviously in, incredible in volleyball um, and, and highly, highly competitive. And I think, you know, I'm a big volleyball fan. Um, obviously, I everyone knows I grew up in Lincoln. My mom was a huge volleyball fan, so I grew up around it. My sister played. Um, but, yeah, I mean, maybe it's just like a mental fatigue thing just throughout the year. But like I said, the the Big Ten is, is incredibly, incredibly competitive. Um, and, you know, I think that has its – advantages and sometimes disadvantages <laughs> yeah it, it, it's it's the meat grinder unfortunately it's like the it's the same thing with football and like you said volleyball where you've got so many good competitive athletes and good teams and they just they beat the hell out of each other all year long so yeah. um you know I, I almost feel like mentally it's tougher on the it's tougher to come, bounce back mentally than physically at your level am, yeah. I, am I right there yeah 100 percent so with that, you've played, and this is crazy. I didn't realize that you played this many games. You played in 129 career games, and you've started 117 of them. How the hell have you done that? <laughs> How have you been able to stay healthy, Sam? <laughs> um, well, it's kind of funny because – so that's in five years. So I've, I've actually been – my freshman year, I tore my meniscus. So I had a, a minor little injury there. Um my sophomore year, I had another minor little injury where I was out like eight weeks or so. Um, so I haven't like, I mean, I've been obviously very healthy, um, just some minor things here and there. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I take my diet and recovery and stuff like that, like very seriously. And um, I think ever since, especially like my junior year of college, I've um, just had a really professional approach to basketball and where I want to be as a player in my career um so i think it, it's kind of a testament to that obviously our training 
staff does a, a tremendous job at Nebraska and even years prior when I was at North Dakota State. They're um, amazing people, and all they want is, is for us to be healthy. Um, and we couldn't, you know, play every game, or, or I couldn't play in, in that many games without them. Um, so big thank you to them, um, and that's that's a lot. That has a lot to do with it. Well, the nutrition staff and the coaching or the uh, strength and conditioning staff does a tremendous job. But, so you know, you kind of mentioned you had taken a more professional approach starting the, the junior year. Was there an, anything that happened that kind of got you geared toward, hey, I got to look at this as a little bit more of a job? Or was it just, hey, I realize I've got the potential to do something past playing in college? Yeah, I mean, I think the last part definitely. Um, but after my so my first two years of college, I was more of a role. Like I started and had a, a good role, um, but I was more of a role player. Um, I wasn't, you know, a leader by any means or, or whatever, like had the ball in my hands a whole lot. Mm -hmm. um, but going into my junior year, I kind of knew that I was going to accept this new role. I was going to be a captain of the team. So I kind of felt that responsibility and I, that I owed it to my teammates to kind of approach the game that way. Um, and obviously brought that to Nebraska this year as well. So since you have played in that many, you know, that many games, are there any that stick out to you? I'm sure obviously playing in the, uh, in the tournament was one that definitely sticks out, but are there any other games that really stick out as, you know, ones that are some of the favorite ones that you've played in? At Creighton, number one. <laughs> uh, My man. <laughs> that was, that was obviously very, very special. Um, and then I would say I mentioned earlier, but the Maryland game for some reason at home uh, was just very, very special. The environment was was crazy. I think it was a sellout, and um, it was just a, it was a great win for us at home. So to do it in front of our home fans was was really cool. But yeah, I mean that Creighton game was was I mean that two hours of my life, um, probably the best two hours of my life ever. Um, but you know I'll remember that for a really long time, and um, I know Nebraska fans love that one as well. So. Yeah, any chance to stick to Creighton a little extra, we do enjoy doing that. So we yeah. got to take what we can get, especially on the basketball court, which is, is funner because they don't have a football team. So um, we'll take that. But so you've played against a bunch of dudes, practiced against a bunch of dudes. Are there any ones previously that you're happy you do, you won't have to play against anytime soon? Is there anyone that was just a thorn in your side or two dudes that were just – Dudes, you hated going against for one reason or another. Um, like from opposing teams, like players that I played let, against in games. Or? Let's do opposing teams, and then in practice, is there anyone that just kind of you hated practicing <laughs> against? Um, okay, so for practicing against, and I don't think anyone's going to be really necessarily expecting this, but Kale Jacobson, Kale Jacobson, walk on at Nebraska. He's my guy. He's like a little brother to me. But he is a bucket, and he is very, very, very talented. Um, I hope you know he gets a chance to you know show that. But he is he is good, um, and he would be on scout team you know every practice. And um, but I, I love Kale. I had to give Kale a shout out. Um, and then I mean playing against in games. Um, I would say. Max Asmus is the name that comes to mind. Plays for obviously for the point guard for ORU. Um, this year, um, I don't know. I'd have to. I mean, Zach Eady. He's just ginormous. So I'm, I, I hope I don't really have to experience going against seven <laughs> four guy that's just built. 
like that um, a whole lot. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I realized he was a giant individual. I did not realize he was seven four, and just the way that a seven foot four dude moves, um, yeah. that's freakish. I mean, I don't care who you are; that's 100%. absolutely freakish. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to work like that, but for him, it does. <laughs> yeah, and hey, if you if you can do that, that's why you go to the NBA at the next. You know, yeah. that's your next stop is the NBA. Um, you know, you're not selling car insurance next, but yeah, you know, you've got going back to Nebraska and, and the state of the program, you know, you've got several big name guys that your eligibility is expiring. Um, what are some of the things that you think that the program needs to do? I, to, I guess, take the next step as far as development goes with the, the next group of guys since you older guys are out the door now. Yeah. I mean, I think that's an interesting question because college basketball, I mean, just the landscape of college basketball is just, crazy right now with the transfer portal and um it almost seems like every team is really gonna have like a big turnover um and into the next year like they're gonna have to bring in a lot of new guys and obviously nebraska is gonna have to do that um but i think you know most importantly obviously you know i'm not on the, the coaching staff or anything um but i think most importantly is bringing in culture guys um guys that are, are good people and work hard and obviously you want them to be extremely talented um and you know sometimes that's hard to find but i think you know focusing on um good people and and you know coachable um players i think is very important um in today's day and age and um you know obviously i i like i said i'm going to be a nebraska fan um the rest of my life so um i'm excited i do think um you know, Jamarcus Lawrence obviously is a guy that, you know, is, is going to be coming back. And um, I I love that kid. Um, he's just he's, – he's a sponge. He takes up um, anything that you're going to say to him, um, whether it's coaching staff or, or players. And um, obviously we saw his, you know, tremendous growth throughout the year. Um, and I can just – I can – I've said it for a while the last few months, but I think he's he has a chance to be a really, really special player here. And I just can't wait to see him take those next few steps. And I think that's one of the funnest things is when you have these uber talented young kids and just they're a ball of clay. And, and, you know, sometimes they just need to get pushed in the right direction or have the right mentor, or just the right people in their corner. And like they, they blossom. And it's fun to see, especially you guys see it a lot more than we do, considering you guys are in the locker room and, you know, sharing the court and everything together. But it's just cool to see that a lot of those kind of freaky athletes really blossom. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So, you know, You've been overseas, you know, you were on the, I, you were on the Germany team uh, in, was it 2019 in the World Cup? Yeah, so it was the European Championships, um, and I played with the U-20 German national team. So. Okay, so on being on a national team or anything like that, I'm guessing you're traveling around, playing some ball all over the world? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I went, that summer I went to obviously Germany a few times, and then we went to Spain, Italy, and Israel, played in all those countries. Damn. Okay. So you're a guy that's played overseas. You know, you, you've played against some of the best in the world. You've played at Nebraska. You've played at North Dakota state. You know, you've played in the tournament. What, I guess, what does the future hold for Sam Greasel? You know, is it in the States? Is it overseas? Like, what do you got cooking my man? Yeah. Um, the short answer is pro basketball. Um, but I'm, I'm going to take probably another week here. I'm actually going to, out to Cancun um, in a few days. So, that's kind of my last relaxation period. And then 
once I get back, I, I really just want to grind and, and, you know, work super hard. I have, you know, a good team that I'm going to be working with. Um, and, you know, that'll be some coaches from Nebraska still and just getting in the gym and, and weight room and stuff like that, preparing for pro basketball. Um, I'm hoping to get an invite to the Portsmouth Invitational, um, which is for like all the seniors in the country, the top seniors in the country, I guess. Um, and then, you know, hoping to get some NBA workouts. I've um, I pretty much have an agent now and um, we'll get that official here in the next few days, but um, hopefully get some NBA workouts and then try my best to make a summer league roster um, and then kind of just go from there. I mean, I, I've been talking to a lot of German um, top league German teams and their GMs and stuff. And I know that there's a, a decent amount of teams over there that um, would love to have me. So that's obviously a great, you know, plan B, I guess, if you will. Um, I mean, I, I would be absolutely um, totally excited to play anywhere, um, whether that's staying here in the NBA or um, going overseas in, in Germany or Italy or whatever you may have it. Um, I love basketball and I just can't wait to see where, you know, that orange ball has has already taken me crazy places that I never thought I would ever be. Um, and I'm just excited to see where it takes me next. Yeah, I, I think you've got a tremendous future ahead of you, whether it be in the NBA, whether it be overseas. I mean, anything you do, you've been successful thus far, and I feel like that's just going to keep happening for you because you, as long as you don't cheat the process, the process okay. will pay off for you at the end of the day, you know. Um, so I, I'm excited to see that for you. You know, hopefully we see in the NBA. That way all of us Nebraska fans can be cheering for you here soon. But, you know, I, I've just got one more thing, and then I'll let you let you go for the evening. That way you can get back to watching basketball here. What's uh? What do you want to say to Nebraska fans? You know, for you know, that that supported you this last year and and going forward. Um, I think Husker Nation makes um, you know, everyone says there's no place like Nebraska, and you know, I grew up listening to that and hearing players say that, coaches say that, whatever, and you know, I truly got to experience that this year um, with this fan base. It's it's obviously very special. Um. And just the way that, you know, I've been embraced by, you know, our fans has been incredible. Um, and those experiences, and especially with kids, obviously, I love, um, I like to be active in the community around, you know, the youth and stuff like that. And it's just been, I literally, like, get to be a, a rock star, it feels like, <laughs> at times. Like, I I mean, I get noticed everywhere now, and um, it gets a little overwhelming sometimes. But, you know, I'm going to stay every single for every single kid that wants my autograph or anything like I'm here for them. And cause I remember being those kids and um, I guess I never really thought that it would be to that extent, mm -hmm. but here we are. And um, I mean, it's incredible. It's amazing. And um, I mean, this year has, has truly been everything that I've dreamt of and, and by far more. Yeah. I gotta say every time I've seen, you know, you get tagged on Twitter or anything involving you, it's always you, or I should say most of the time it's you signing something for a kid or you doing something extra or you just, you know, being a genuinely good human being and, you know, trying to pay it forward for that kid that was you once, you know, um, mm -hmm. that's a, yes, that's sir. a huge kudos to your character and who you are. And, you know, we, we we're very blessed to have you as a, as a Nebraska, um, basketball player for us, but, Sam, I will let you get going this evening, my man. I appreciate you very much joining us here on Church of the Corn. Um, once again, for all of us fans here, we want to say thank you. Uh, but enjoy some basketball now, my man, and uh, have a great Sorry. night. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on again. Members of the congregation, 
let's raise our Kool-Aid filled glasses and drink to all the things that were, are, and forever will be Nebraska Cornhuskers. Go Big Red. A Heard at Sports Network production.